Yo. What up, dude? Hey, welcome to the new meta. Episode 45. My name is the Peach Out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a Lord Fluffy. Easy. Interesting. So we'll see if my internet craps out today. It's kind of being weird. A little bit. It's uh, being super weird. A little bit weird on me. Mm-hmm. So hopefully mm-hmm. it makes it through the night, through the episode. But, um, what? Is that the way we you had, want it? uh, <laughs> that's flipped. Is that what you want? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Move you a bit. Oh, cool. Chill. Um, <laughs> we had, uh, straw polls from last week that we wanted to talk about. And we also had a little bit, man, a little bit of a sad news. We can jump into the sad news first and then we'll, we'll go. Sad news. The straw poll. What's the sad news? Uh, well, Diablo fans officially. Oh, yeah. Shit. Officially closed up. Right I that, went huh? to use it today. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out. There. <laughs> get it out of the way. Uh, I went to use it, man. I went to use it today, and yeah. I saw the banner at the top, and I was like, "That's it." No. So for you guys listening, Diablo fans was shut down on March 21st, 2019. You're viewing a read-only version of the site. Thank you for your patronage mm-hmm. throughout the years. Yeah, that's all you can do. You can't. You can't yeah, click create, man, that build. that got. That got me thinking a little bit today. It's just like, man, with the season extension and the wind kind of being sucked out and just the reception that I've gotten streaming and and YouTube and and just from my content creator hat. Mm -hmm. uh, And then reading that, man, it just felt bad. It was like, man, this is is not... This is not looking good for old Diablo 3, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kind of sucks. Yeah. I hear you. But at the same time, so Diablo, this is kind of ironic timing, right? So Diablo fans get shut down. Diablo ROS hits its five-year anniversary, I think yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so happy anniversary. Uh, happy obviously, anniversary. You know, the community's breaking up with you, but it's fine. <laughs> Hope yeah. you have a good birthday. Happy anniversary, Grandma. <laughs> He's like, you know, at the gravesite with the flowers. Right. So yeah, it's cool, man. Um, I don't know. It, it it's it's a bad feeling. I didn't like it. I didn't sure. like seeing it. Uh, this like the it, you know this is the first time. Obviously, it shut down on the twenty first. Today's the twenty sixth. Yeah. So in the last five days, I haven't gone to the site. Yeah. But I I went there today to reference one of my own builds that right. I couldn't remember exactly what I was using, and I just saw that banner and it's like oh it kind of hit me a little bit. You know, for for a couple seconds, I was like, damn, man, this really sucks. It really you does. Know? Yeah. It's it's hard to even so. grasp because like, how, like what other games out there really that like they're still being played, and like the main site gets shut down. I mean, it'd be like I don't know, like Apex Reddit getting shut down or something because it's like no one's yeah. using it or it's just not proper. They don't. To keep I it mean, up. it'd be crazy. What? I'm, yeah, it'd be like Wowhead shutting down for World of Warcraft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the only thing I can really associate. A lot of games don't... Re- well, I shouldn't say a lot. A lot of games that I play, personally, don't require external websites. Yeah. World of Warcraft is probably the worst offender of any of them that I've used. Um, Diablo is pretty bad, too. Because there's just so much stuff you need to reference. Right. But, um, but like POE, what's worse. POE's number one, number one site? <laughs> yeah. God. The wiki, uh, POE DB... Uh, Pee dot trade. God, just damn, it just sucks, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, that's all for the depressing news. I'm 
don't want to, you know, harp on that all episode, sure. but it does suck. Sure. So it's it's uh, funny to me, stro- you know, that I was thinking about is like, you know, when we first started this podcast, like one of the things we were like super adamant about was like, you know what, we really don't want to, we don't want to focus on anything negative. Like we really right. don't. And so like so we're just every week, <laughs> every week we're just going to talk about, you know, what's going on with Diablo. Like it's going to be just like a Diablo podcast. And it's like, you know, fast forward 45 episodes in, you know. Yeah, 45 weeks It's tough. It's really tough to, like, continue finding things to talk about. But I don't don't think we saw this direction coming when we started the podcast. No, absolutely not. I think think we were like. When we started. Yeah, it's like we just got season 12. We just got that big balance patch. Yeah. And we're, we're, you know, like, things are looking good. They were looking good. We had never had a lull in between balance patches like every season right. had some change up to season 12 yeah. so uh, we i guess we expect that trend to continue and then diablo 4 on the horizon i think that this you know it, it just wasn't this wasn't what we expected yeah um and, and it, it just goes to show i guess in content creation in general not just the podcast but in streaming and youtube and everything it's like when you ride or die by one game right there's so much that rides on that and um it's it's crazy man it's right crazy so. It's, it's so the podcast we yeah. talk about other things other than diablo sure. now but it doesn't you know i still enjoy it man i still love right. doing the podcast so sure and like in the grand scheme of things like we're not we're still not really that negative on diablo compared to kind of i feel like the general yeah. population of the world i agree um yeah and i think one thing that really conveys this i was on the blizzard forums uh, today, just kind of like searching for things like I do uh, and seeing what's going on. And literally the post, you know, you remember after BlizzCon, they made a post, we hear you, right? People are legit yeah. still posting on this thread. It's 255 pages long. The last post being two hours ago. And people are still just talking about like, what a disappointment. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like Diablo Moro is going to be crap. Yeah. It's crazy. So let me ask you this. I, I, I've been talking with other community members and other streamers and okay. stuff, and they're, you know, asking me if I'm going to go to BlizzCon and, you know, they're <laughs> thinking about going to BlizzCon and how hyped they are. Yeah. And like my, my response is, is like, probably not, man. Mm. Like, it would be cool to go, but that was a lot of money for a lot of disappointment. And it's like, the more I think about it and the more time that comes between BlizzCon, I'm not angry, but I'm like, damn, that was a, kind of a waste of a lot of money that's a lot of money that i could have spent on my family or streaming equipment or sure. basically anything <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so yeah um it's really I, a lot of waiting around if, too and like which you don't really see like you know while you're at home yeah. and you're watching videos but like it's a lot of like it was really cool and, to meet people though yeah like it was really cool to meet you it was really cool to to meet you know uh lady giggles and and mm-hmm. all the other streamers it was that was really cool yeah but for sure Man, was it twelve hundred dollars cool? I don't know, dude. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. So my question is though, sure. would you know, what's your, what are your thoughts about this year, about going back? I mean, it just depends. Like <sighs> <laughs> what announcements could they have this year? That's the thing. The yeah. thing I look at is like last year was kind of a crappy BlizzCon because there were no real announcements. I mean, we got Diablo Immortal. What else did we get? Like nothing for World of Warcraft, really. Oh, we got the Warcraft the new hero for Overwatch thing. People like that and, a lot. And the Warcraft Three I mean, remaster or whatever. 
a remastered game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, the Overwatch hero, it's not like small news. Of course, Hearthstone gets a billion expansions a day. Well, so what could they put out this year? Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I was actually talking about this on stream the other day. Is like this is going to be the worst BlizzCon than last year. Yeah, but like they skipped a year, like way back when. It's like two thousand something. They skipped. Like, would they do it again? Yeah. And I, I honestly think if they're not going to come out with anything, Blizzard, you should skip. I think this they year. should. <laughs> yeah, you should I think skip they should this year. Skip it's this too year. too fresh. Let shit I mean, maybe over. they drop a new WoW expansion. I don't know what the timeline is on that. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Uh, and, I would think you know no. last when did they when did they announce uh, this latest the BFA expansion was it at the last BlizzCon prior was it 2000, 2017 BlizzCon I don't I, yeah I think that cinematic was there wasn't it yeah I don't I know yes I so maybe that. maybe they could start dropping info for the new the new WoW expansion right uh, if they're still in a two year cycle but other than that I mean even their Activision meeting was like we got nothing yeah we got nothing yeah, and then it's weird because we see these reports that are like floating around. It's like, well, you know, Dial Moral's coming out this year. And we're like, how? When? Yeah. And they're super quiet, which they probably should be, you know, like just release it. And if it's good, then, you know, maybe the bad press won't go, come with it. But if they like talk about it, I feel like, you know, <laughs> if they're like, hey, it's coming out yeah. in two months, people are like, oh, God. Here comes this piece of crap, you know, which I mean, it's going to happen because of like, look at this, this thread I, is still going. People yeah. are still salty as F. It's crazy. I, it's all crazy. right. So let's analyze this thread just for a second. Yeah. We still hear you. <laughs> what? No, it's not. What we, have they told us? Not we still. It has been, it has been six yeah, months. Yeah. It has been yeah. six, six months. What? Go back. Go to page one. Let's oh, read man. that post one more sure, time. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> because I want to analyze, like, what info do we have in the last six months? And I think it's absolutely nothing. Okay. Ah, November 7th. We want to start out by saying we hear you. Since the moment okay. we stepped into the office on Monday, we've been discussing everything Diablo nonstop. We're fully committed to listening and engaging, so please keep the constructive feedback coming. <laughs> Our primary focus right now is... Uh, pouring over that feedback to inform internal discussions and we'll follow up with further thoughts as soon as we can. And since then, for the record, I think there's been four Nevelistus official posts. Posts in yeah. here. And I wish on we the could forums. pull those out. Uh, on the you, forums or on this thread? I'm pretty sure on the thread, on the stud, there's been two. And I'm pretty sure on the forums, there's been like four or five. Like two more. Yeah. I mean, we so we we got some quality of life changes, and we got a reworking of numbers yeah. since then. And we got a confirmation okay. that Star Pact isn't a bug. <laughs> that Star Pact macroing is okay, right? Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I think that that we hear you statements a little bit big for the amount of feedback we've gotten back. I, I don't. I still don't feel like they're communicating with us at all, but. I don't expect them to, but that, that post makes me wonder like, what happened? What was the plan? Right. I don't, I mean, you didn't ever tell us any of your new future projects and it's been six months. Right. So when do we get to hear about those things? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know either. Cause it's I feel not- like, I don't know, maybe they had something planned and then just kept making those. Cause there was something else right after this, right? God, what was it? It was so bad. It was, oh yeah, it was the, uh, 
post yourself playing Diablo on Switch and have a chance to <laughs> yeah. win a Diablo on Switch. <laughs> so, like, there's oh just a series God. of really bad, like, kind of like publicity-driven decisions. I forgot all about that. That was the dumbest thing I've ever right. seen. <laughs> and then there was something else on top of that. I, just, I don't remember, but like they just kept making some pretty. So maybe they kind of had to pull the plug on, like, okay, you guys are making a mess of this. So yeah, let's just let's just shut up and car back in the hole for a right. little while. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's hit this straw poll up yeah. before. Sure, 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 yeah. We just talked about not being negative, and I don't yeah. have positive things to say <laughs> right now about that. Uh, so last week we added. This was kind of a weird one. Uh, if Diablo Four was an over-the-shoulder loot and shoot. Or do you be interested? And I don't mean that in the sense of like, okay, we're talking about destiny. I mean, sure, there could be guns, right? Sure, there could be like be a demon bows. hunter can have pistols, crossbows, whatever, right? That that could be a thing. But I'm talking like, you know, you could you aim spells. Shoot fireballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. So over the shoulder, loot and shoot, which, you know, as we talked about before, apparently Diablo next or whatever the next title was going to be like a Dark Souls over the shoulder kind of game. So this is just kind of saying, like, if, if that would have come out, would you have played it? And so the options were hell yeah and nope. So what do you okay. think people voted and what do you want? Uh, people want Diablo content. I'm going to go with hell yeah. Okay. Okay. And what about you? See it. What, so that's what you think what people about voted personally? and what do you vote personally? Uh, yeah, dude. I'd be okay. down. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say hell yeah, too. Anything Diablo, I'm down. Besides mobile. I'm done. Vote! <laughs> Oh wow! Sixty percent oh. <laughs> say nope, and forty percent say interesting. Hell yeah. Interesting. That that mm-hmm. really does surprise me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. I we guess. Hear, we hear you. I mean, Diablo this is kind of operating under the assumption too that like, if Diablo Four is an overshoulder loot and shoot, we will never get the isometric again. I guess. Maybe I wonder. The... I wonder if the shoot if the shoot scared people away. Yeah. Because a lot of Diablo players. Don't like shooting things. Oh, they yeah. don't like shooters. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I play Apex so, Legends. Yeah, I mean, no one wants yeah, I know. Anytime I play a shooter, right. it's like, what is this oh. garbage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Uh, so, I'm with you. Um, right. But still, I mean, I think that's strong enough to say that, no, we want the isometric view. So. Yeah. And I don't blame it because that's what I want, too. But, like, if it's another, you know, Blizzard-inspired... Can we zoom out a little bit though? Why does the isometric view have to be so damn close all the time? Yeah. Like, what's the crime in zooming out just a little bit? Like what, zoom out why? more in Diablo? Yeah, in POE and like POE, every I feel like you definitely use ever. with more zooming out. But I think Diablo, Diablo as for well. the most part is fine. I don't know. Just a little bit. It makes them so much, used man. to it. Like Grim Dawn, you can zoom smooth. out like forever. Like literally. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're like a tiny little dot. It's okay if my map doesn't. I don't want to zoom out so much that it looks like I'm playing like StarCraft and I'm like commanding minions or something. Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't need much, but I think a, a little would be nice. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. All right. And then, uh, so that one was interesting. That's actually interesting. Yep. Uh, what do we got for next one week? for next week is one I, I, I kind of asked on the stream right before we started. Now that the dust is settling on the salt, are you going to try Diablo Immortal when it comes out? Assuming no pay-to-win announcements are made before release. Yes or no? Let me spam this in chat real quick. I already know what people are going to vote on this one. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but seriously, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. T- serious? Yeah, seriously. Take with 
as like I know your instant reaction is going to be like f that I'm going to yeah. vote no, yeah, but like think about you know, it. Like think like think about will you it. really play it? Honest right. answer. Right. Right. You know you, you have a phone. Let's, you know <laughs> I know the meme. You got a phone. Can we pick different verbiage uh. there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not? Okay. Sorry. Right. So it's your fault, by the way. It actually um, really is. It's funny. I was in Quinn's chat the other day. And, like, someone posted, like, the phone thing. And then I don't remember how it got started, but I was like, that, like, that's literally, like, my meme. And people were like, get out. Like, you, you know, you call yourself the face of the up. Like, no, but seriously, that is. Like, that was the guy that asked the questions. And everyone's like, no, that was him. So it was kind of funny. There's so many people that know that that happened, but have no idea that that was me. Yeah. I mean, it's on it's on things all the time. Like, right. they... They uh they referenced that like other developers have referenced <laughs> that I can't remember I can't yeah. remember if it was Division or Destiny but one of the devs I was watching the interview with them and they said that and right. I'm like oh my god right. you know what I mean like this is it was like the best crazy. worst exposure you could possibly hope for yeah. <laughs> as a streamer <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like oh PewDiePie. I was on PewDiePie right. I made the PewDiePie and nothing PewDiePie didn't say my name nothing. Didn't say your name. PewDiePie. Yeah. Uh, where's the patch, man? Yeah. So like, can still, you, you, still no PTR. Can you get a hold of your contacts? Yeah. Tell me where this patch is at. Yeah, I have so many inside. Do you have, a, do you have any connects at Blizz? Nope. Do you have anybody? No. I have like no. one guy that will respond to me that works at Blizzard, but like we never talk. I about have. Him. I never push. I that. have one guy too, but I never ask him questions no. because I don't. You know. Yeah, I don't want to try to be respectful, line, right? <laughs> try to be respectful. If you want to tell me something? You know? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, if they if they offer up info, right. I'm all about it. But right. you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ever prod. Um, but yeah. I don't. I expect it soon. I, I mean, the first week of April is kind of when I'm hoping for an announcement. At least yeah. I expect the first week they're going to say PTR next week, and then next week we're going to get to test it, and then they'll have two weeks of downtime to give us feedback on our feedback. I hope that's that's my thought process sure. and i'm like please so what they said may oh. 16th or what they say they said may 12th may 12th okay so when the season ends is when the right, season ends right right so then i would start so probably the 17th this next season based on how rapid the 17th, fire they've been doing it potentially no the 24th but probably the 17th probably 17th so so if yeah. we get the announcement in the first week of april and we get the ptr the following week and that gives them two full weeks, yeah. three full weeks. I feel like to us, know. for us to thoroughly that might test, be too soon. It needs to be next Tuesday. You think they're going to be smart and do a, 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 a proper paragon PTR? cap? Yeah, you think they're going to paragon cap no. us this time? No, or you think I don't they're think just going to like do that. Even though they fun? should, they totally should. I would love to see if they're bound because the thing is like you know we, they gave us the big changes in two six four and their balance right. But we can't really see if it worked because we're Oregon unlimited Paragon on PTR. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see like a, a even playing field 2K Paragon capped PTR. Why not cap mm-hmm. PTR? It's And plus you could like test a PTR cap if you had a cap on PTR. I, I think you should do two waves of PTR. I think the first one should be Paragon capped. Yeah. And then the second one just let people go crazy. Right. And another thing is like this copy in your profile, like 24 hour restriction, like maybe it's a server, like load balancing sure. thing, but why, why can't we just get 
the mats for free. I don't understand. Right. It's PTR, like if you want us to test cares, stuff, right. why do I have to have materials to right. spend? I agree, man. To, to like let me re-roll things infinitely. Right. Let me let buy me like these little email those little those little bags you buy from the vendor that drop loot. Yeah. Like why can't I just buy infinite of those? Why aren't or they free? The dream, you know, like pick freaking sets because like how many times you've been on PTR? Like oh man, maybe with area damage this would work really well. Like well, I obviously don't have like yeah. area damage and areas built out. Like I don't have that saved anywhere. I've never would save that. I don't have the room to save yeah. that. So yeah, right. it'd be juicy AF or like I mean yeah, and it, if we if they don't have the ability to let us pick stats because right. it's not coded in the game, sure, which it may be, then. Just let's giving us shit infinite over bags over. Right. would just okay. Eventually, we're going to get the role right. we want, even if it's not perfect. I mean, sure. open fifty thousand bags, right? Bags, you know, right. With so that'd be so terrible to play though. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be better. I think it'd be better than running out of mats and being like, "Well, I got to recopy my profile," and then you lose all the other sets right. you've been working on. And that that kept, that te- kept me from testing things because I had an order of things I was interested in. On this last PTR, it was like, okay, I wanted to play Star Pact Wizard. I wanted to play um, uh, Hammerden, and I wanted to play Wave of Light Monk. Those sure. were kind of the order that I wanted to test things. Right. And then, so after I did all that, then I was out of mats, and I'm like, okay, I want to test Barb now, and then Demon Hunter, whatever. And then I was like, man, it'd be really cool to test Rollins. Oh wait, I already like you know destroyed all my other Crusader right. sets though in mats and things, so I had to recopy my profile and then lose everything sure. and. It yeah. just it, it wasn't a great system, so I hope that they can make some adjustments to that. If they're listening, you know, like a two thousand pair gap, right. cap would be awesome. And then give us infinite mass, man. Let us. Right. And one of the things I've been noticing is like, so I've been playing quite a bit of PVE lately, and like I think a lot of the normal viewers have been giving it another shot. And one of the things I just keep hearing over and over is like, oh my God, like I can buy so much stash because you can literally buy endless amounts of stash and like absolutely say, save everything you could possibly want for like. Any they don't build. cap you at all. Nope. Crazy. And the, the stash are huge. They're searchable. You can color code them. You can label them. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and anyway, oh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, one of the other you things. You know, you think, do you think, do, do you think the, the, the GGG guys like listen to the woes of Diablo and they're like, oh. Yeah, you know, honestly, sure I was. That our game doesn't do that. Thinking about that, I think we talked about it a little after BlizzCon. We're like, w- they had to be the kind of like jumping for joy after Diablo Immortal. Cause it's like, yeah. It was kind of the nail on the coffin for, I feel like, a lot of the population. Um, and then, you know, like over time, I think even since BlizzCon, there's been like, you know, little hope from the Diablo players out there. So I feel like a lot of more, more and more people are trickling in to PoE. Well, didn't they, didn't they like miraculously name their next expansion Betrayal and then in Immortal, <laughs> like it had like the words Immortal, immortal in it syndicate. and like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Immortal Syndicate. They said it wasn't related. And like, they said it was Dude, related. get the fuck out of here, man. You know how fast they were like, dude, we got to change the name. It's Immortal. Right. Like, there's no right. way. There's no. Sure. That's that's like subliminal messaging so right. hard. Right. So. But yeah. I'm with them. Uh, All right. One of the other things I've noticed um, in my community, I don't know if you've had the same, but, uh, you know, I've got some like diehard people like diehard Diablo players in my community that like, you know, they're, they're grouping like all the time and really grinding out the season, you know, they'll maybe get three K in a season, like just really hardcore players. And even them 
have been like, well, you know, I'm really into grouping and Peewee's or uh, Diablo, one of Diablo's strongest, you know, features is its group play. And like, yeah. I can hit, we can hit 150 already and it's actually pretty easiest for us to farm. So like, what's the point? Like, what, what do I do now? Cause that's my whole goal, right? Every season's like to push the highest four man cap and we're hitting cap and we can't like show every, anyone else how much more badass we are than 150. So like, I guess yeah. I'm done. Which they have to sad. address that next season. I feel like, right. Like it has to be a thing. So if it's not a thing, then I think they're going to lose some of that hardcore cap. I mean, that's got to be a super, super, super small minority of the player base. Yeah. I don't know what they can do about it. I don't know if they have okay. the talent or the nerf energy or the Star money Pack to fix it. Wizard and Nerf Thorns Necro. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, they, they could. They could. <laughs> I know. I, people are probably going to hate me for saying that because people are never will, like... Though. People hate Nerfs. I get it. But you look at, like, especially... Thorns Necro. It is so broken. It is a mm-hmm. terrible playstyle. It it's it's awful. It's an awful build. It's an atrocity. It really is. And it's just it just needs a nerf, man. You gotta get just get rid of it. It's, it's so stupid in this day and age to have Thorns as a mechanic on a Necro because Necro obviously you can't you can't force mods to attack your pets. There's no taunt. There's nothing. So it's it's just a dumb. Yeah clunky mechanic and there's a whole build base around it and right now it's like 130 solo it's just it's too much it's 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 ridiculous and it's so fishy it's even more fishy than like normal necro builds because you have to get like desecrator and good guardians it's it's awful it's so bad anyways i've heard i've ranted about thorns necro until the end of time but and then there's their star packs, like which we've talked about week after week. Yes, like really, really good players can get it working okay without a macro. And um, mm-hmm. I, I've seen actually streamers do it. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember, but I Lexi wanted, does it. A yeah, lot. Lexi. Yeah. He's doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's not gonna. But there's, there's a difference between right. doing it manually and then macro right. and sure. it perfectly every yeah. single time. I mean, yeah, you can do it, but it's not. It, it's not as efficient. Right. It's not like. Like right. one button boop, <laughs> you know, like that. And that's the other, and that's so. the other thing too, is like, man, it was such a missed opportunity to buff lawn last season. Like it was such, like, I don't know who was in charge of that idea, but like, what a waste, what a waste to, to buff lawn last season instead of Unless we it. get season along next season, but I, I agree. It would have been better to get season along with a big lawn buff. Yeah. I, I agree 100% that they should have saved that. There was no reason to do it. Right. Uh, with all those changes we got, that was just like another easy win for right. them to do season along the next season, buff, buff lawn, and then people could go ham and right. they'd have all these new toys to play with. But we don't know what they have up their sleeves. Sure. So I guess until we actually get our 265 announcement. Right. If, if, 2.7 I or should, whatever. Yeah, we, we should word that. So if, if their plan is like another kind of small bounce update with a, you know, a mediocre to maybe decent seasonal team idea it was a waste but if they're planning yeah. on doing some juicy content next season well we'll we'll, we'll eat, our, eat our own words please yep for sure for sure but yeah it was unfortunate timing so on their part yep yep uh, uh yeah so i'm gonna set this one up just a little bit okay. we've had okay. all this news about the new google controller gaming thing all right and then apple comes out and announces their gaming service and it's like all of these cloud-based 
gaming things are starting to take over, right? Mm-hmm. And David Brevik made a tweet oh, that I think okay. is kind of related to these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think this is this is what started this. And and I think a lot of Diablo players kind of kind of put him on the pedestal and they respect his opinion. Well, rightfully and his words so, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and like I do. I mean, this guy's got gaming insights that that none of us have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and he's, he's not in afraid the industry, to he, speak his mind, to which is admirable, yeah. right? Yeah, he doesn't need this. Yeah, I'm sure he's got Diablo money for life. <laughs> he's like, you know, I don't really care. I'll piss everybody off. I don't care. But his tweet, man, read his tweet to, yeah. to the peoples real quick so and let them know. David Brevik tweeted out, I'm very worried about the future of the gaming market. All of these services where developers get paid by the minute are going to have radical impacts on design motivations and predatory practices. If you have thought, if you thought free to play was bad, you haven't seen anything yet. And then he followed up with his own tweet and said, there is no way to stop this. These changes are coming when mega companies like Google and Apple are making this a corporate initiative. Gaming is going to change forever. Forever. Ever, ever. I mean, Google owns the world anyways. Sure. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Apple's right there with them. So I I agree with what he said, man. And and you know the scary thing is I never thought about this. And I didn't get to watch all of Apple's press conference. I, I saw the highlights of it. I didn't get to watch all of Google's uh is it Stadia or Stradia or I can't remember Stadia. the name of the service. Stadia. I, yeah. I didn't get to see all of that either. I, I, I watched like recaps from, you know, other big news outlets. Mm-hmm. But the thing that kind of struck me when he said this is like, are, are they, are game developers actually going to make a service similar to Netflix where you pay per minute of gaming time? So let's say we signed up for this Google gaming service, right? And it's just like a cell phone. You know how your cell phone right. has bandwidth limitations. You get a gig for, you know, whatever. <sighs> First, And then if you go over that limit, it costs you more. So what if these gaming services are like, you get, you know, 40 hours of gaming a month for 30 bucks. And then every minute after that's like a dollar or some shit. Right. Or let's say every 20 minutes is a dollar. I don't know. Whatever the pricing is. Sure. Man, that absolutely scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? Just, that's, that's a dark universe. A horrible system. That's a DC universe. that I can see. But but did you did you take this from that at all? Did that make you think that? Because I that thought never entered my mind until I read this tweet. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and it's it's kind of vague. It's like it, I don't really know exactly. Obviously, he was either in on like a discussion or like heard some news that was like very shaking to him, which caused him to make this tweet. So it's it's hard to really even gauge exactly what he means you know what i mean because it it's pretty vague but at first at first reading i thought he was talking about developers actually getting paid like by the minute of dev time Mm. and then then i thought about it for a second and i'm like no 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 no. what he's saying (laughs) i think is that he's saying that these devs are going to get paid based on how many minutes they can keep players playing their games because the games are going to be paid pay per minute of play. Right. This is kind of how I took it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, if I'm a dev and I'm thinking, how can I hook people into farming my game more? You right. know, World of Warcraft is a great example of that. World of Warcraft makes you farm everything. Why? Well, because the more you farm, the longer it right. takes to get the things you want. Yep. The longer it takes to get the things you want, the more months you're going to be subscribed to the game. Yeah. 
World of Warcraft is already a pay-by-time game. The thing is, it's an it's an unlimited time for $15 a month. Right. So, but let's say World of Warcraft offered a $5 a month tier. That's mm-hmm. like 20 hours a month. Right. <laughs> Would people do it? Probably. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's People are like, well, I only get to play an hour a day anyways. Right. Or, you know, five hours a week. That's perfect for me. Sure. I'll do that and save some money. And then, you know, before you know it, you're going to have all these pay per minute, pay per hour schemes out there. Like this example is this Apple, uh, this Apple arcade thing that they're announcing. It's like, well, it's going to be on your mobile device. It's going to be a brand new thing. So. Yeah. Can you talk about that at all? Did you, I I saw you posted. Yeah. So I read it. uh, I I mean, I I didn't get time to like watch the whole thing, but what, what I got from this is that Apple uh, basically announced a service and I don't think they talked about pricing yet, mm. but basically it seems like it's going to be a service you sign up for just like iTunes or, you know, any of any of their other Apple services sure. where you're going to get access to like 150 games, I think is what it's launching with. Mm. And they got a, a bunch of different developers that are going to get their games in this. And then so for that set price, whatever that pricing scheme is going to be on any of your Apple devices, whether it's your Apple TV, your iPhone, your iPad, Whatever, I, I would assume your Mac, if it's going to come to Mac, you get to play those games on that mm. device. So the articles that I read didn't go into details on pricing and details on play limitation. Um, but they, they, uh, I think they did say something about unlimited play or unlimited downloads. I don't know. It, it was, but basically Apple's getting in the streaming gaming service. I mean, it's a streaming gaming service. So I don't know if these games are going to stream to the device or if your device is going to download them. Um, I need to go back and watch the entire press conference. Sure. But the gist is, is they're getting into the streaming service, the streaming gaming service, which Google's now getting in. And then NVIDIA has theirs that they're trying to promote as well. And it's like, this is the future of gaming, man. And regardless if we like it or not, this is going to be a thing. The only thing that kills this is if user... Uh, experience isn't good enough with the latency to the controller sure. to the system. That's the only thing I can see killing this. And and Google's thing was like Google was going to put like Google has has network nodes and like server clusters all over the country. Right. So they're going to have these little things popping up everywhere where you're you're not going to have to. So like for us, like we're in the Midwest, you sure. know, we're not going to have to connect to L.A. We're going to get to collect to data centers in Kansas City, data right. centers in St. Louis, data sure. centers in Chicago. So, like, we're going to get closer ping times that way. Um, I don't know if Apple's got that infrastructure built, but Google does. You know what I mean? Like, Google already has fiber networks in Kansas City. So, for you, I would imagine you're going to have a fabulous experience or as good as possible experience with it. You know? Yeah. So, Sure. (laughs) It's the future, man. Gross. It's the future. Gross. I don't want to stay in the present if that's the future. I, I'm I'm the same, man. Like I resist change a lot when it comes to gaming stuff, but it could be cool. I mean, so like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I think it could be cool because, like, if, if all this if all this is doing is increasing accessibility for the people that can't afford a you know fifteen hundred dollar gaming PC or a you know two hundred three hundred dollar console, but they can afford five dollars a month to stream a game from their phone, like from their parents' right. phone or whatever. If this is increasing accessibility of games, I am in. 
I am down. But this is like yeah. trying to take over us that like love to have these like so we work hard and we play hard. So we have these like gaming rigs, we have these setups and yeah. if you're want if you want to take that away cuz like you're going to put a service on like whatever you have, like that that's terrible. That sounds awful. I would hate that. Yeah. So it's it's like I think computing is going in the same direction. I've been telling people this for years. I think it's still a little ways off, but I think in the next probably five to ten years, it's going to be the exact same with PCs. You're not going to buy PCs. You're going to lease PC space from Amazon mm. or from Google. You're, they're going to say, okay, what tier do you want? You right. know, and you're going to say, okay, I want the ultra mega gaming computer that's you know equivalent of whatever the top tier NVIDIA graphics and Intel processor is. And then you're, they're going to say, okay, you know, twenty bucks a month. And then that's now you have a leased gaming PC right. or leased PC. And I, I really have been saying that for a long time. That's going to be the, the future. And I know on previous podcasts, we talked about how the CEO of Sony said that the next generation of consoles is going to be the last generation of consoles. They think really? consoles are gone. And and we talked about that. God, I don't know. It was one of the first episodes we did Damn. forever ago. I don't remember that. And it was like, it was uh, it was interesting. And it's it's kind of like this these two announcements. It's just funny that Apple's announcement came like right after Google's. Right. I wonder if that was timed at all. If Google was like, hmm, mm. all right, Apple's Apple's pressers next week. Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> go ahead and do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. No, who could do it better though? Google or Apple? If anybody's can do it, Google can. Google's got the money. They got the infrastructure. They got the technology. I mean. Nobody and on top of that, they have YouTube. So here was like one of the features that they said about this thing: mm-hmm. you can be playing a game in 4K 60, and if the game, the, so the games are specifically going to be designed for this system. It's not like they're taking a PC game and you're playing on a rig in a server cluster somewhere. These games are going to be uh, modified or ported to perform on this system. Mm-hmm. So if the game can't handle, if one I'm going to call it server can't handle 4k 60 FPS. Then it double it like basically SLIs another server to get those frame rates. So you can play the game at 1080p 60 instantly stream it to YouTube at 4k 60 and your computer has to do none of the work and your bandwidth has to do none of the work. It's all done on Google servers directly from Google servers to YouTube servers, all the streaming, all the encoding, all of it. You don't have to touch anything. So anybody can sign up from this service for mm-hmm. this service and instantly start streaming on YouTube at like top tier quality. I don't know how overlays and stuff would work. That was my first thought. Right. But when they're demoing this, it's like, oh, and then they're going to introduce technology where it's like stuck on a level, hit some button on your controller and it'll search YouTube for sections of the exact same level that you're on with the same boss and like skip to that time in the video. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's some cool features that go along with this. Yeah. But um but it's I don't know, man. It's different. The future's scary to people because yeah. change is change can screw us or change could be awesome. Yeah. So true. Hopefully it'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh but yeah, that's a weird kind of tweet from Brevik. And anything anytime like Brevik tweets out something that's like real real like that, it's it's always kind of scary because he definitely has a lot more insights than we do on events right. like that because he does a lot of consulting and oof. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so 
you know, with these game services coming out, there was another thing that I saw today that kind of was like, dang, this is kind of hitting home. Right. EA laid off 350 employees today. Or I think it was today. Which is weird. Because Apex is but, crushing it. Yeah, but Anthem mm. is hot garbage. Mm. It's, it's, you know, and I know there's a couple people out there that love the game, and yeah. you couple people are in the minority, and, you know, I love you for loving it, but let's be real. The vast majority of all reviews are not happy with the game mm-hmm. to the point that people actually boycotted the game. Like there was a movement on Reddit to boycott playing Anthem for a week to force the devs to make changes to the game that they wanted. <laughs> Christ. And that, that, that post got like fucking 12,000 upvotes or something crazy in like, a, in like a day or it was ridiculous, man. Wow. So, um, I don't know if that actually had any bearing on the game sure. i think the changes they wanted did get implemented honestly but on twitch the other day i looked at it it was below diablo 2 what like it was below diablo 2 what is that like i went like to the 100 ant- viewers or something no i went to the old well, diablo 2 actually had a, a, a pretty good amount for the time it was under 2000 though damn for a brand new game there was like brand new game under 2000 and this is a service game. Like, this isn't like a single player story campaign, you know, like a Final Fantasy or, or right. a Zelda or something that's like hot for a week, you know, Kingdom Hearts or something. It's sure. hot for a week and then boom, fizzles out. This is a serviceable game. This is, right. this is, you know, uh, supposed to be a Destiny competitor, even though they're completely fucking different or Division or, you know, something like another serviceable game yeah, like that. And shoot. Sure. And it's got, less than 2000 people on Twitch. And I know Twitch isn't the end all be all, but sure. It's a good I mean, indication. There's a lot of people out there that want to grow their channels that would stream this game. Right. And I, I, the only thing I can think of is that the game is bad enough that these guys don't want to do it. You right. know, they're like, man, I can't even play this. Sure. I don't want to stream. it. Well, you know what else now that we're kind of on that subject of like, okay. Um, how's this game doing based on how well it's doing on Twitch? Battlefield five just came out like the battlefield 5 mm-hmm. br <laughs> and it, like it's nowhere like it's so not even there bad it is so bad like it's not even is the br bad or is that people aren't watching it like you nine thousand people you know i mean i watched so the doc i don't know if it was, I saw I'm doc pretty sure it was sponsor stream but yeah. he played it and man this looks so stupid it looks so bad i did it I mean, it's World I watched War him play II it for a little bit. Influence. It's it. It looks just like Battlefield. So, like for me, I was I'm immediately disinterested because I've always hated all Battlefield games. But man, yeah. it you would think because a new BR is like that's that's no small thing. Like people love BRs. Right that's now. the hot a, stuff on Twitch, right? Too. And it's a triple A yeah. company making the BR. So usually, at least like you know, Call of Duty Black Ops turned out to be a pretty bad. BR in the grand scheme of things, and it's obviously dropped a lot in popularity, but um, you know, it had like hundreds of thousands of people those first weeks. Yeah, the first couple of days, it, it stayed on top for a week. Yeah, you know, a week or two. And whereas this is like, it, it never even I think, hit. I think, <laughs> I think Apex like like killed stuff, man. Oh yeah, I think it did such a good job that it's like 
You know, Fortnite's done a lot better once they launched their new season. Like they sure. pulled some ground back on Apex a little bit, yeah. but um, yeah, it's still, it's still. I don't know. It's still done it. What I like. What but happened so, to Grand Theft Auto? Like Grand Theft Auto, all of a sudden has been like number one. Uh, some number of the big two. streamers have been playing it. I don't know if there's a reason why, right. but like Summit and Tim and Lupo and some of those guys have been in there. I don't know if something came out or those guys just decided like, hey, let's role play. They were role playing some shit. It was kind of dumb, in my opinion. But <laughs> talks. But you know, their their communities are. I mean, some of those BR streamers, their communities are based on younger sure. people. You know, yeah. so I think they might have been catering to the younger kids. Right. So, right. It's hard to say. But the three hundred and fifty people that EA laid off, though, I mean, this yeah. this kind of follows with with blizzard yeah. activision same same and it's it's like i think i think these i wonder if if money was so good for so many years that these companies kind of just were like oh yeah man let's get a marketing director for that and let's get a you know such and such for this and i'll grab three of them i don't care yeah. you know we got the budget and then all of a sudden they're like okay fortnite stole all our money and let's uh right i don't know man it bit. just sucks because like obviously not neither of us have a huge insight on like the the bureaucracy that happens within a gaming company, but right. you know, I've been in the room where like you know they do like a, a massive company layoff or something like that, and it's just like they have no idea. Like, and I, I get kind of perplexed to me. Is it like uh, the same type of situation where like these executive team members are just like they're just fucking totally clueless like with every experience that i've encountered where like executive yeah. team is pretty much always anywhere i've ever been the executive team has just been like they're half of them are brain dead like and they have no idea what's going on with their own company so i, I don't know right. if it's, it's just this this is just a nationwide thing or <laughs> what yeah. but i just like it just makes you wonder like it's how a lot. i didn't get to see the list of people that were on there like what they, what they cut i think I think it said that a lot of it was like publishing and marketing things. Right. So I, I don't really know what the publishers would do exactly. Like, what do you, what are your publisher employees? What are they doing? Yeah. I don't know. The marketing people, obviously, you know what they're doing, but it's, um, so look at this. People, of the 350 people, uh, almost 4% made up 9,000 that are employed. But a company responsible titles such as blah blah blah. Oh, I thought they said they laid off people from Apex. I was like, what? Yeah, I was about to freak out. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how Apex it could lose anybody. No. It seemed like they had a small team to begin with. Yeah. So because they're really not. So they didn't I, I do that much differently from Titanfall. It's just like Titanfall was like literally good. It just needed something that was like just more yeah. feasible to a bunch of other players because mechs were fucking dumb. I've always said that. I, I kind of feel like this is in relation to Anthem. Like, I got to think that this is tied to Anthem a little mm -hmm. bit. Because with Apex doing so well, if Anthem would have knocked it out of the park too, EA would be like, yeah, Rolling. sitting on top. Sure. You know? So I got to think that, I mean, they, they there were reports that leaked that said that they made $100 million in sales and, and this and that. And I wonder how much they're making from Apex. Because even, like, I've tied this conversation with some of my friends recently. It's like, so we've been playing a lot of Apex. Like, I've been playing a lot of Apex. I love Apex. I think it's, it's a fucking great game. I've always loved Titanfall, and Titanfall had mechs, and so bleh. But now it's like, finally, Titanfall without mechs in a BR, which is fantastic. Now, I've had friends, so it's free to play. 
and they haven't they put like hundreds and hundreds of hours in it already and the the bow pass just came out and it's 10 yeah. bucks and there's like no I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it so they haven't I've so know so many people that haven't spent a dime yeah on the game yeah and I'm just like yeah I it, wonder it how be, much the, they're actually making the difference is is the sharks that make up for it like here's yeah. here's the example I have with Fortnite I have first hand experience okay. with Fortnite so I play Fortnite with my kids when they beg me enough that I just feel guilty and I, they force me to play it. I, we play on console. <laughs> we all have PlayStations. They play there because it's like, you know, it's easy for kids to play that. Sure. I personally, between my two kids, have probably spent two to $300 on Fortnite. And I'm not even joking. It's insane. It is insane because they will spend all of their allowance every week on Fortnite skins and I used to like not let them do it because I'm like, no, that's stupid. It's a waste of money. But I'm finally, I'm like, you know what? It's your money. You're earning it. You can spend it on whatever you want. Sure. And I advise them and I still let them make the bad decision, but <laughs> no bullshits. <laughs> they have gotten hundreds of dollars from me for my kids. Sure. And I've gotten my kids to do a lot of chores. So it's a good trade off, but I don't know, man. So like for all the people out there that don't spend money on it, there's probably people like my kids that want to spend every dollar they get on the next greatest skin that comes out. Sure. You know? Right. So, you know, I don't mind promoting a game, like a free to play game. I would probably buy stuff on it just to support the developer. Yeah. If I really liked it. Like example, example is POE. Sure. So like, a, you know, I play POE and I like POE. Oh, let's say I'm saying hypothetically, if I played POE, I haven't played it. Sure. But if I played it and I liked it, I would buy stash tabs to make my life convenient. Right. And then I would probably buy skins to look cool because I know that money's going to support GDG. Right. You know? Yeah. And I'd spend the equivalent of what a normal game would cost 60 bucks sure. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, cool. Right. There it is. Now it's like Apex. So. You know, the Battle Pass is 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. Right. And you've been playing it hardcore for like two months. Like, I mean, come on. Come on. I, mean, I, think, I'm not I think that's advocating kinda... for these companies to make even more money, but like, you spend $60 that's, on a pay to play title yeah. right now. So I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I think about it. I'm like, well, you know, I'll go spend 20 bucks at McDonald's to feed the family or 30 bucks at McDonald's to feed the family. It's like, I can, you know, can easily cook at home and save some of that money and then, Mm -hmm. you know, buy this thing that I want or support this developer that I want or whatever. Right. Exactly. But some people don't have the same thought process, man. It's just weird. It's, I think a lot of it goes like, you know, some people I've, I've had people tell me in stream before, that I would never sub to a streamer that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. What? I mean, that's cool, man. Like, I get it. And like, and then I'm kind of the opposite, man. I had so many subs at one point. I'm like, God damn, dude, I'm spending a lot of money. You know what I mean? Sure. So I had to cut back. But at the time, when you think about it, it's like, man, it's, it's you know, it's five bucks. You know, I'll waste $5 on, you know, KFC tomorrow. So, sure. it, you know, let's, Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll hook, the, you know, hook up this sub. Right. So I, I think it's just different mentalities that people have. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. For sure. But it's oof, it's interesting. But it, it would be interesting. I mean, I guess we'll know how much Apex made at some point. I'm sure it's public, EA has to, EA has to uh, has to release right. uh revenue statements at every quarter, don't they? Right. I think Apex so is like they could they could use like way better skins. They really don't have Anything yeah, that's like, the ooh. thing to me. Like Division came out, right? Yeah. And I love Division. Division skins suck. 
their cosmetic store is hot garbage. Right. I would probably spend money on some cool skins if they had some because I like Division that much. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, dude, here's an extra $10 because I love your game. Mm-hmm. But I go to their store and I'm like, this looks stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't wear this if I got it for free, right. let alone pay money for it. Yeah. So, I, you know, if that's a way to generate extra revenue, I don't understand why that store is not super crazy. Like, why is it always so limited? They think that they're creating this like, oh, limited time, got to buy it right now, never going to get it again. Right. I don't know. Because to me, I think it would make more sense if you go to the Apex skin store, right? And they had 400 skins. Would that turn you away or would you be like, ah, damn, that's awesome. Versus like, what do they have now? Probably like two or three. Something stupid. Per character? It's like a lot. Yeah. Quite a bit. Do they have a lot? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not. Fortnite does it the opposite. They have like one a day that you can buy. And it's like, you know, it goes away forever. I don't like, I guess it puts me I'd love to see some t- statistics on this because you have like you see like Fortnite where it's something like you can get skin that like maybe look makes you look like a llama or something, and then you can get a skin that like yeah. makes you look like like a badass like evil looking dude. So I wonder like yeah. they must do pretty well on those really dumb looking microtransactions because it seems like more yeah. often than not, especially in Fortnite, they're yeah, like a they're banana. Dumb. Like they, they had one that was a banana. It was stupid as hell. Like you were literally a giant ass banana. <laughs> like, why would you, know? you ever want to do that? And oh, and I saw man. like and, and and that's one that my son had to have. Like he wanted the big ass banana because he wanted to look like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I guess it's like and Diablo. Then, so it's at, like oh, you're fighting the demons of hell, and you farm all these hours to get. And you got a hamburger, fucking butterfly wings, <laughs> and it still to yeah. me does not make sense, but. Yeah, is it, or, or or the hamburger? It's like you yeah. know, you, you cosmetically put right. the hamburger. Like I'm beating this guy to death with a hamburger, you know? Right. So I, I don't know. Man. I I get it a little bit. Yeah, I guess it is a little bit. I know. It's so, crazy. But yeah. Yep. Yep. So I, you know, and then we're talking about this these retail things. Uh, Sony announced that at the start, April first of 2019, which is you know a couple days from now. They're going to stop selling digital keys at retail locations. And I don't really understand why they would do that. Like, so those little game cards you can get. Yeah. So, like, you can, you can no longer go to, uh, like, like, you know, GameStop and just buy a digital download for a game. If you want to buy the game, you have to go to Sony's web Hmm. through the PlayStation app or through their website and buy it digitally that way. That's interesting. Maybe because the retailer gets a, a cut of, I would assume, I would assume the retailer yeah. has to get a cut right. of that money. Well, so maybe they're like, shelf. you know what? Right. Like, why? Like, we're for, we're fronting everything about this. All they're doing is is just selling it, so we can just make them do it through us. They're still going to sell like game time cards, and they're still going to sell DLC keys and things like that. Right. But the actual physical box games that that have physical copies, they're not going to sell. So, I mean, um, I'm actually GameStop leaked this out. I completely think. okay with that because I, I hate hard copies. Like, it actually, like I used to love hard copies of games, but in this day and age, it's like it's such a waste of resource. And you know, I just think of like the trash islands in the ocean and shit like that. And it's just like, man, there's yeah. all these like I've got a box full of like old games. I'm just like, man, like how do I like I've taken so much shit to Best Buy over the years to get it recycled because they do it for free. If you guys didn't know that, they just take your old electronics and they recycle them. But mm. man, it's it sucks. It, it sucks to think about like what we waste, which is I guess a pretty dark thing to think about. But 
with game copies I, in general. I, it's like all plastic. It's all you know stuff that doesn't go anywhere. So I think I, I about like um, the convenience of it. Like yeah. To me, to not have to physically switch that disc in my PlayStation mm-hmm. is way more important to me than being able to play a game twenty years down the road. Like right. Twenty years from now, when the PlayStation service is shut down, and oh man, I can't throw in my GTA Five and play it. I don't care. At that point, I'll be able to emulate it if I really wanted to. Sure. You know, like what Xbox game can you not emulate on a PC right now if you wanted to? Right. Probably all of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really care about that. And the convenience of not having to switch the disc is is important to me. Right. Like I, I don't want to mess with them. I have three PlayStation games ever. Yeah. And it's the that thing. I, that I physically purchased. And I like my parents, like when I first moved into my new house. They were gifts too. <laughs> my friends, my parents brought over like a box that I had, like I was sitting in their basement after I didn't even know it was there. And it had like all my Diablo two, like original boxes and like, uh, you know, a bunch of the, my favorite game, like all the final fantasy games, like in their boxes and stuff like that. And it's, like, I ended up recycling them or I, I, I didn't even want to like, I didn't even want to take the time to sell them. Like I just like, I don't want stuff. In this day and age, I just don't want stuff. So if everything moves to digital, like I'm totally fine with it, which just sucks too. Cause I got like, yeah. I've got an Atari with games. I was like, well, I don't want this stuff anymore, but I don't want to like throw it away and then it sits in a landfill and like fucking sucks. So I, I think I told this story. I told this story like at Christmas time when I was shopping, you know, one of the things I got like every year we do like a family gift for everybody. And since I'm a video game playing nerd, you know, I usually try to focus around electronics or something. So this year I bought, a family PlayStation that's in my living room and the PlayStation VR. Cause I think VR is absolutely phenomenally fun. It is so fun. Okay. So I got a PlayStation VR and as I'm checking out to buy this thing at GameStop, I bought it at GameStop cause you got like free call of duty with it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but um, I'm checking out and this lady in front of me had her kids. I think it was her kids, Xbox 360, like two call of duty games. Right. And she's like trading them in to buy whatever she's going to buy. And they literally gave her $3, like these two games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh it's God. like 3 bucks, $3. And I'm like, okay, $3 is $3. I get it. Sure. But to me, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm going to keep them. For $3, I'm going to keep them. You know, know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't if know. If I could, like, yeah, if someone could come I would rather throw them away than give them the $3. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. come on, man. It's just the point. It's the point. Sure. It's like, really, 3 bucks. And I yeah. get it. Like, what are you going to sell it for? Nobody's ever going to buy right. that shit. Like, who's going to go into GameStop and be like, oh, yo, you got that Xbox 360 15 year old Call of Duty? Right. You know, like, no. Right. I don't know. Man, there's obviously a market for it because they do that. So there's got to be people out there like, oh, there man. There can't I be, love man. There can't be a market. Modern Warfare 1, please hook me up. <laughs> there's, there's no way there's a market for that. I don't know. They, they're. It's just got to be a ploy to get people to come into the store. It's like, you're shopping with us. We'll give you credit for your old games. We'll offer you nothing, but it got you in my store. You're going to buy from me. Sure. It has to be the ploy. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. But I don't know. God damn. I don't know. That's yeah. uh, that's about it. No, the oh, only yeah. other thing. Yeah, I, it's a big one. It's actually a big one because they're okay. you know, ARPG fans. Um, okay, go ahead. I think one of the top three probably that's out there right now, which, again, there's really not much out there. Uh, you've got, you know, Pee-wee, Diablo, and Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn's always been there. It's always what I thought to be a really solid playthrough game. It's pretty cheap. And in two days, Grim Dawn's getting their uh, second 
expansion, full full expansion, which is pretty mm. cool. Um, so mm. definitely, and uh, they're getting uh, what? Let's look at this. So they're getting a new class, which is pretty big. All right. It's called the Oath Keeper. Okay. Uh, from what I've okay. looked at, it, it seems to be like a paladin. Uh, and if you don't know how Grim Dawn works, is you can mix two classes together. So you can be like a necro right. paladin or like okay. a necro. Have you, so how much have you played this? You played oh, yeah. the campaign. Right? Oh yeah, I played a lot of Grim Dawn. I've never played it. I, I actually haven't even researched it very much. You haven't played a different RPG than Diablo? How shocking! No, I played Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Baldur's Gate. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Yeah, but- when, 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 like, when did you play two. Baldur's? Yeah, when they came out, I played Neverwinter Nights. Never come Winter, on, man. man! You're killing me. You're killing uh, what me. else have What else have I played? That's, play what that's you haven't me. played: Grim Dawn or PUE. The three best <laughs> ARPGs on the market: Diablo, PUE, Grim Dawn. And you, played I played Diablo one. two, Diablo three, Neverwinter Nights, and Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Four, right there. Amazing. Amazing. And World of Warcraft. A lot of World of Warcraft. Okay, that's not an ARPG, but okay. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but they also have um, like new zones, you know, it's the standard stuff that comes with um, every, you know, expansion for any game. Um, and then they have movement abilities, which was one thing that I uh, really struggled with when I was playing PUE. It's like you just walked everywhere, you know, you, you, you can move mm-hmm. faster. You can, there's ways you can move faster, like you can get movement speed on your boots and stuff like that. But there's really like nothing to traverse a lot of ground. Uh, so, like, it looks like they've done quite a bit of movement abilities there. And um, they're doing, like, new challenge areas. So it's, like, a way more specific challenge rift, I guess, like in Diablo. So, like, you have a very specific set of goals you have to kind of accomplish. Is there any multiplayer in this game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's instance-based, okay. just like Diablo 3, so it's clunky. Um, yeah. But, you know, if, if you're an ARPG fan, you're you're used to clunky multiplayer yeah um so yeah there's you invite people to your instance or whatever um but yeah and then they have uh kind of like uh riffs now which is one of the things that uh they didn't have before it's like they didn't really have much replayability in the end game so um so are the riffs randomized you know it will be yeah it will be it'll be randomized uh and again this is only 16 dollars um, it's a pretty great game if you like ARPGs, you know, and it, you know, if we're, if you're listening, you're probably a Diablo fan, so things can be pretty stale at this point in the season. So, you know, maybe think about it, think about it. It's, it's nice to pick up something else and yeah. play and, and like, I mean, I got to admit, I, this is probably the highest Diablo fatigue I've ever had. I agree. And I, I've experienced Diablo fatigue. Does not mean I streamed the game for seven days yeah. a week for like my whole life but it's like this right now the only thing keeping me going is hardcore right now like hardcore is new to me mm-hmm. even that's starting to get a little old i haven't died yet you know i i like got super close to the day just like pushing myself trying to to just you know keep it fun and keep it fresh sure but well i think it's like part not, of it is know, it's okay to try other things too yeah i think part of it too is you know, as streamers, we definitely feed off the energy of, like, our viewers and our mm-hmm. community. And, you know, obviously since BlizzCon, it's just, like, it's just constant negativity. It's it's hopelessness <laughs> is a, a good word to describe it. So, I, I feel like, you yeah. know, streaming Diablo, 
you know, what it was before BlizzCon versus what it is yeah. now. It's just a, it's a totally the day before. It's like, do you, do you remember your, your stream right before BlizzCon? Oh my God. Like your last one you had like yeah. come off. It was so hype, man. I was yeah. like, Oh my, it, it's just like unbelievable. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. I agree. I, I think, I think post there's like Diablo shall forever be remembered to me as pre BlizzCon and post BlizzCon. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pre BC, post yeah. BC. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. Yep. yep. But that, that being so said, that's cool. You know, so it's still, yeah, yeah, it's still good. But I still have fun playing it. But this is the highest. My point is, this is the highest fatigue I've had. And I hope PTR hits soon. I hope it's significant. I hope they give us something that we are listening post. I hope is meaningful and not just bullshit to right. try to PR move and keep everybody from getting mad at Blizzard. Um. So yeah, man. I, I, I hope early April we get some PTR news. Sure, really do. But me too. Yeah, you know, it, it'd be it'd, yeah. it'd be it'd be something the community really needs. It'd be great yeah. to be able to, as a content creator, create content once again, right? Yeah, and that's. I haven't made a YouTube for. video in a month. You know, I've actually got complaints about you not making your challenges videos. So <laughs> really, you need, you need <laughs> really? to get on that. Yeah, I stopped, man. It's yeah, it's fuck. I did it last <laughs> night live on Twitch. I guess I should just clip that and upload it. Like here there you go. go. But it's like yeah, I don't want to produce shitty content as at the same. But it's it's hard, man. It's it like I haven't I haven't made YouTube content, and it's like I feel bad. I want to. I really want to. Right. But it's like, what do I make? Right. Like seriously, what 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 Diablo video do you make right now? Right. I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, I, I love I theory mean, crafting. I'm like Mister Theorycraft. And that's, you know, one of the big enjoyments I'm getting out of PUE right now is because, you know, like, there are new skills, there are builds that haven't been, like, really tapped beyond belief. And that's kind of what I've been obsessing over. So, I miss that yeah. in Diablo, like, being able to come up with the best possible build to do this p- best possible scenario, like a speed rift or right. whatever. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I would love to be yeah. able to do that. I, so, I... I'm, I'm not even joking when I say this. Every single day I drive to work and I'm at work and, and driving home in the shower or whatever. And I'm thinking like, what YouTube video could I make today about Diablo? <laughs> and it's like for the last month, it's like there is nothing. I can't think of it. It's like, well, I could talk about Diablo 4. Sure. But like I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know anything. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy, man. It is. It's like I so badly want to make content mm-hmm. for for this game. Sure. Nothing to do, man. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Yeah, Grim Dawn. Check it out. It looks cool. There's a video playing for you guys listening, you know, to the audio. It, it looks yeah. really cool. You guys should check it out. And this game, Something honestly, this game, like, looks uh, looks really with the graphics turned up, you can really crank the graphics on this thing. Like, I remember last yeah. time I tried it, like, it would actually lag on me with, like, with, like 4K... 240 fps nice. like my computer can even do it and i have like a beast fucking machine so yeah like, it's very detailed that, that little diablo looking beast he was just fighting looks huge right. that was kind of cool yeah look at the camera zoomed out so you could fight this massive you can beast that was awesome in PUE. Or in yeah Grim i like that yeah i'm done i like that i like that yeah um do you get so a lot yeah, of air that's everything we hit on the list yeah one other one other like really quick thing that i'm kind of excited for is borderlands 3 oh yeah uh gearbox is announcing something thursday they they are teasing 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 us 
Mm-hmm. And it's got to be Borderlands 3. They <laughs> tweeted out a couple hours ago, want the latest Borderlands news? Like, check out Borderlands.com. But it's nothing there yet. Like, they are trolling the shit out of everybody right now. Um, I'm excited for Borderlands 3. I think it could be an amazing... Like, Borderlands 2 was so good. It was such... If you haven't played that game and you're a looter fan, you're a shooter fan, you don't even have to be a shooter fan, so to say, to, to enjoy this game. It's got the best pop culture references I think I've ever seen in a video game. It is it is absolutely What does stellar. that even mean, pop culture references? It, like, just the jokes that they make are, like, funny and current and, like... I've actually never the characters played this. I've never really even seen it. To be honest. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Borderlands. So, Borderlands 1 feels dated. Borderlands, the pre-sequel, wasn't that good. Borderlands 2 still kind of holds up pretty well. Mm -hmm. But if you take Diablo's loot and, like, multiply it by 50 and then put it in a shooter game, it, it, like, literally this is Diablo FPS. Okay. There's really no other way to describe it. It is talent trees. It's uh, loot quality, random rolled loot, like, just... Good stuff, man. Super good stuff. Okay. Um, so, so Borderlands three has been in development. We assume for a really long time. And to Thursday, uh, Gearbox, the studio that makes it, is announcing something. They've been hyping this for a couple of weeks. They're teasing Borderlands things. So it's, it's yeah. If it's not Borderlands three, they just pulled a Diablo. They just pulled a BlizzCon. You know, Diablo forges are burning hot, and then they drop something right. else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's weird. I like one of the things that I've noticed over the the years I've been a streamer, which is a long time now, uh, is like one game that seemingly everyone has agreed on throughout the gaming time that I've been gaming is Borderlands. Like everyone has always said, like Borderlands Two, Borderlands Two, it's really good game. Me too. And, And and I I was the same thing. I did not play it when it was fresh and hot, new and current. I heard so many people tell me it was a good game. I saw it on sale on on like Green Man Gaming or some you know one of those websites for mm-hmm. like six dollars for the entire game with every DLC. It was six bucks. I'm like, okay, six dollars. You know, I'll try it out. Sure. I bought the game. I I think I bought it on a Friday night. I had beaten the game by Sunday and I had put like thirty something hours in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was that good. It was good enough that I was like, damn, this is amazing. I want to keep playing this. So, and it's one of those games that's constantly on sale. Like, you can pick this up for under $10 all the time. All right. So. Well, speaking of sales, Diablo's 50% off right now. Sweet. Sweet. And so, yeah. FYI, if you're watching this, you should probably play Diablo. But <laughs> just an FYI. Yeah, you probably already have it. But if you wanted to get a buddy into it or a sure. family member or something, yeah. you know. Or if you wanted to make the switch to PC, you play on console. Yeah. You know. There you go. Do it, do it. There you go. It's the time. Let's get into some quitter. Yeah, yeah. Some quitter. Quitter, some quitter, quitter questions. Let's get into some quitter. <laughs> some quitter questions. <laughs> Try to say that five times fast. Yeah. Quitter questions. Uh, let's get into some Twitter questions before my internet decides to crap all the way yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. Tr- I think it's trying to. Probably. So, um, let's see what we got. If you guys are new, you haven't heard the Twitter questions section before. You can tweet your questions to us we do this every uh podcast at the end of the episode at the p child on twitter at lord underscore underscore fluffy or in our discords you can catch the links to the discord in the youtube comments below yeah yeah and if you're watching live you can type exclamation point discord or exclamation point p child 
Mm-hmm. And it will uh, it'll tell you how to get in there. So today's questions, our first one comes from Onion. And Onion said, if Diablo Immortal was scrapped, would you be upset or would you not care? I'd be upset. I mean, I was upset when they we found out that they had been working on the over-the-shoulder Diablo and decided to scrap it, like, completely. Because to me, it's like, man, like, just, I mean, put the little finishing touches on it. Maybe it's not the best game in the world, but it's, I don't know. It's still, like, content, like, that we could have done. Depends on how far along they are, I guess, yeah. too. Uh, and from what we saw at BlizzCon, it really wouldn't take, I mean, it w- I shouldn't say it wouldn't take much effort, but it wouldn't take that much, much effort to take it, like, to the finish line. So, I mean, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't love that. Um, would I care? Would I be upset is an overstatement. I don't think I would be upset. But do I want them to finish it? Sure. Why yeah, not? I mean, I'm we got nothing else. Curious. You know? That's my thing. As I'm just so curious. Yeah. Like, they're putting their name on this thing. You know, is it going to be the absolute train wreck that everyone thinks? Or are we going to be surprised by a mobile game? Like, that's what I'm honestly curious about. Here's here's the thing that I try to remind myself a lot. There are people working on this game that are people. Right. You know what I mean? So as as much as it's fun to trash the game, and, and I do, I mean, uh, more than I should probably, <laughs> but there are actual people who bust their ass every day, eight hours a day, ten hours a day, whatever it is, to, to make this game. And so I want to try to be respectful, at least, to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because to me, like... You can make art and you can make games and games are kind of like art to me. I feel like a little bit, you can make music, you can make art and not everybody's going to like it, but that doesn't mean you shit on it. You know, if somebody paints a picture of Diablo, I don't go, that looks like shit. What the fuck's he doing? You know, sure. you're like, Oh, that's cool. You know, right. do put a lot of effort into that. So it's kind of feel the same for Immortal. Is it what I wanted? Of course no. not. So am I hype about it? Not really, but I, I'm like fluff, man. I do expect I'm ex- I'm, I'm I'm curious, like, can they pull it off? Right. If they can, amazing for us. And if they can't, uh, that's what we expected. Sure. I don't, I don't know. I I do kind of feel like now that they made that statement of how, like, we feel like people would pay for our games. Like, I do feel like it's going to be pay to play, which would be ridiculous. Uh, You think it's going to be like a a $10 phone app? Probably 20 bucks, like $19.99 or something like that. I could see they would have shit. to tell me how they plan on supporting the game and how much content's in the game. Right. That would be a big, you know what I'm flag. saying? Like, yeah, to me, it would be like, okay, so am I going to get like a hour campaign out of this? And then what microtransactions too? Right. If there's a single microtransaction in a $20 app on my phone, Oh baby, <laughs> I would lose my shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, no, no, absolutely not. Right. Everything better be earnable in game mm-hmm. in a reasonable time. Like I don't want this. Oh, you can buy everything in game. Well, it takes nine hundred hours to earn a dollar's worth of currency. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, see. I don't know. Jamcar says, if you were a new streamer, what game would you build around to grow your newfound channel, and why? Oh, I mean, I mean, that's a, uh, this is a tough, tough question. Streamer. Yeah. Uh, there's a twofold way and you get both sides of the coin and this is the most honest answer I can give you. One is you can play a somewhat dead game and build your audience Mm -hmm. off of, you know, your shared passion for the dead game. As long as you really enjoy it, that's the thing. 
a lot of people are like have been t- given this information like well play a game that not a lot of people play and build your audience so like they'll maybe they'll play like i don't fucking know anthem just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Shots> fired um <laughs> But they, you know, they, but they're just like grinding at it every day. And like, and if you hate it, then like, well, no one's going to stick around because like you're going to be miserable and it's going to show. So it's like, it's a catch 22. So it's like, yeah, it's, you're going to be, you're going to get more people. You're probably going to build a a community faster if you play a game with less people. But if you want to play Apex all day and that's all you want to do, like go play Apex. I mean, it's just like, do what you want to do. This is bottom line. Yeah, and just hope if you're if you're trying to like successfully grow your channel, you're never like it would be extremely lucky of you to make any kind of headway in the most popular right. games on Twitch. If you go play Apex or you go play Fortnite, nobody, nobody is going to scroll down forty pages of Apex streamers to pop in your stream. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that if you're not even on the first page of a game. You're probably not going to get any browser views. And more importantly, if you're probably not in the first row of a game, your views are drastically reduced. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's just the way, that's just the way Twitch works, man. It's just how it is. So you need to pick a game that you, that you enjoy, Mm -hmm. that you can be knowledgeable at, at some point, even if you're not starting out, you need to be knowledgeable in the game because a lot of your viewers are going to ask you questions. Right. And then something that you feel that you can grind. But here's the, here's the downside. When you build your game on a community, that is your community. Right. So when you switch to a different game, 60% of that community <laughs> is gone. Peace. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. I mean, instantly gone. And then the remaining 40 that were like, they'll watch you stream a new game, that they better like that new game right. because you're going to lose those guys too. Yeah. You know, so you're starting over when you switch yeah. games. So it's 100%. a, it's, you know, streaming is, is a hard time. It's a really very volatile hard thing. And, yeah. The thing that I tell, the biggest advice that I give people is with the ups or the downs, and you have good weeks, you have bad weeks, your sub count goes up, your sub count goes down. You really have to keep your emotions under control because it's super easy to get an emotional swing of, oh man, I made it. And then another one of, oh my God, I'm dying. My stream's dying. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you, you have to be able to, to, temper yeah, those emotions for sure and it's like before it's like after blizzcon before i moved i mean i w- i felt like i was almost approaching a, a point where you know because i don't spend literally anything and i was like man maybe i could like maybe i could like do this mm-hmm. full time like this is like finally after all this hard work like we're to the point like maybe we can finally do this thing and then yep. it's just you know within a week it's just that dream is completely gone because you know maybe yeah gifted subs wore off or <laughs> yeah you see so, your sub count drop right. by like you know 50 yeah. percent, and you're like oh, what you know and it, it and then you know a couple of weeks later you'll you'll get back to you know a, a, what you consider a good amount and then the next week it's gone so it's crazy man you have yeah. your highs and your lows for sure um and and so much of it is built on the game that you picked the developers an example is when this season started I was killing it. The season was great. All my viewers were around. My community members that, you know, I've been around for years, they were in and it's awesome. As soon as they announced that the season was extended to May 12th. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ghost town instantly. Like I swear the day of that announcement, my viewership dropped 
insane and never recovered. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just because people are like, Welp, I'm not playing this game anymore. But that's that's true for everybody, man. You can you can watch any gamer, yeah. any gamer do this. And and the example is Ninja. And I'll use him because everybody knows who he is, biggest streamer ever. When he was riding that high and he was pulling a hundred thousand plus every single stream, that was his high. That was his like his his point. Sure. And I saw this start to happen. He did a sponsored tournament for Realm Royale. And he mm-hmm. went and he did this tournament. And during that tournament, he was pulling like 40,000 people. And in that, I watched him stream that for a little bit because I wanted to see if I liked the game. And, you know, plus I like to watch big guys to try to learn from them, right? Sure. So I'm watching him stream that. And in there, all he kept saying was, man, I can't wait to get home and have 100,000 people again. Like he was saying this out loud to the people. And I remember thinking like, damn, dude, you got 40,000 right now. (laughs) You're not happy with 40,000. And on top of that, the 40,000 that are watching you, you're acting like that's not right. enough. Like they're right. the ones that you should okay. be. Oh, like, I don't matter. Yo, you guys right. are awesome. Thanks for hanging out. Instead, he's worried about the people that aren't there. And so right. I saw him do this. And then now when his sub count went down and other people passed him up, there was clip after clip of him saying like, it's, this is stupid. You guys, you know, people don't stop buying Drake's, Drake's album because he's got too much money, but people are telling me they don't sub to me because I got too many subs and like he, he just, he kind of fell best. off and yeah, like went to this bad mental state. Right. And it's interesting, man. Like it happens to even the biggest dudes, like the biggest streamer of all time and influencer of all time isn't susceptible to these emo- emotional sure. posters. So, and it, it, so. it, but it also counter contradicts what you would think. So like Shroud's obviously done super, super well recently. And, but yep. Shroud's the kind of guy that like he'll be streaming and he talks about like all the shit he's buying and like, you know, he'll talk about money and how it's like not a problem and he'll kind of be flashy about it. And, but that doesn't make people not sub, which we would think is yeah like the controversial <laughs> kind of thing. But right. you'd be like, well, cool. You know, at least he's like accomplishing my dreams or his dreams. So here's another, here's another $10. Like, so it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I got a question for you though. Yeah. Cause this is something that I, I, it kind of gets under my skin. I see a lot of streamers do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Constantly thanking your audience every two minutes. It it, give more detail, like (laughs) like you're saying, like man, I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. It's awesome. awesome. Everyone that's in here right now, like oh my god, thank you know, thank you so much for coming in there, hanging out. I love you guys so much. And then you know, thirty seconds to two minutes goes by, and you do it again, and you just you just constantly do it. I, it just feels so insincere to me. Like it's, it's. Do you fake. think this is this coming from larger streamers or would you call smaller streamers? I'm going to say larger as like uh, over over a hundred and smaller as like you know sub sub twenty. I see it everywhere. It's like a particular. I feel like it's everywhere. a style of streaming. It's almost a style. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, I don't. Uh, That's what I, I mean. Know. I'm not I trying think, to sound ungrateful, but it's just it's so. Just to me, like I thank my people sometimes. Like, I think yeah. it's more genuine. So, but oh my god, yeah. So I'm in the same boat. Like I, I, I try to thank people, like especially people that sub and stuff. I always tell them, I'm like, man, hey, thank you for the support. It means a lot. Oh, yeah. Blah blah blah. And because because it does. I mean, that's you know, you could have bought a cheeseburger instead of you know subbing to me, sure. which is really cool. Thank you. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of ingenuine like. 
uh, I don't know if it's ingenuine, but yeah, I'm with you, man. Like people, like the thing that kind of gets me is, is when people are like, oh, I love you guys so much. You mean so much to me and, and this and that. And, and I hear that a lot too. And I'm like, I love my wife and I love my kids <laughs> and I really appreciate you guys, but I, I don't really love you guys. Like I appreciate you guys, but I don't love, I love, I love my wife you. and kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you so like, oh, move kind of fast for me. <laughs> but yeah, but some people are some people are like that. Sure, so sure, sure. I think you know some people are are just like you know, what's up, bro? Love you, man. You know, and yeah. and that's cool. Uh, I, the thing that tr- that turns me off more than anything are when people, uh, and this is like a trend that I see Ninja and Lupo and Tim the Tatman do a lot, and they say, "Chat, can we get five gifted subs for <laughs> Tim dying?" <laughs> And, and I it, think it's it would just in certain scenarios, but obviously yeah, something like that's but, dumb as shit, right? Yeah, but here's the here's the thing. That'd be like if I'm playing hardcore and I ripped, and then I'm just like, "Yo, chat, can I get ten gifted subs because I died?" Like yeah. that to me is cringy, but sure. some people don't care. And right. you know what though? It works. Is the thing? Is it? Is it's like I I man, it works. And it's right. like I, I'm not going to do it, but it works because sure. I see them say it, and then fucking sure enough, man, somebody's right. like booped and gifted subs. I think it can be funny, so, but like yeah. something like that is to an extent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, that's that's the stream rant. Sorry, we kind of sure. went hard on. We that. do that a lot. Uh, Key Ray says, um, uh, "What the hell is? Oh, which way do you put your TP?" your toilet paper on the roll over or under uh and then the way the sheet hangs does it hang over or yeah i get it and the people that would even respond under are are just like you you need to be banned from this channel yeah that's over (laughs) for sure under like what what do you like what if it doesn't roll over all the way like you're like searching like under things ridiculous put it the other way guys come on yeah i'm with you um, I forgot to write this one down. The name of the person. Hold on. I know exactly where it came from though. So I'm going to pull it up really quick. Does I care that much? Coda says, uh, Intel or Ryzen, NVIDIA or AMD? That's a good question. That's easy for me to answer because I'm a techie. So, okay, go ahead. Uh, if, if money is not an object, it's Intel and NVIDIA all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're talking about gaming or streaming, uh, you can only throw so many cores at streaming and coding, and there's a lot of reasoning behind that. But clock for clock, uh, Intel produces more raw power per core. Even though Ryzen might have more cores, you can't just throw cores at it. And if you're talking about gaming, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. So Intel will outperform. And then for GPUs, I mean, NVIDIA is the shit. So right. it's, you know, yeah, for me, so like, up. but yeah, I, I have, I have both. I have a 8,700 K as a streaming, as a gaming machine. Mm-hmm. And I have a 2,700 X, which is uh, Ryzen's flagship, you know, consumer product. It's not the Threadripper, but, uh, it's the top of the top tier, sure. like gen two Ryzen. And, um, they're both really good. I mean, so if, if you're being money conscious, the Ryzen seven series are amazing. So I'm not knocking it. They're good, but uh, yeah, but dual okay. stream setup. Yeah, you know? so here's the thing. So like you, gaming will only ever, at least for the next like probably five years, will only ever take advantage of a maximum of four cores. So 
there's like people keep getting like, you know, these companies keep pumping out like, oh, my God, eight cores, 10 cores, 12 cores, 14 cores, 16 cores. If you're gaming Mm -hmm. and you're buying something over four cores, like know that you're you're wasting your money a little bit. Like the six cores have really good prices, like the 8700K. That's a six core, right? Uh, Yeah. Six or eight or something like that. Um, It's six. Yeah. So like just it's <laughs> and, and again for your buck the the intel is going to be like way way better uh the the AMD's there are, obviously there are gonna be some cheaper. games that would support more cores there are there are a few destiny is one of those games no that will not support CPU cores. multiple cores no yeah, it does no it doesn't i promise you it doesn't it does uh, maybe sli versus crossfire <laughs> and stuff like that it'll probably work ish <laughs> no? but okay. probably won't take advantage of it too much now, it's not going to make the difference. It's all going to be GPU bottlenecked anyways. But um, but yeah, I mean, so Intel is going to be better for gaming. Now, if you're going to sh- try to stream or do something else, the Ryzen with the cores, there are benchmarks to prove that it can handle it slightly better, mm-hmm. the encoding and stuff. Sure. But if you're, you know, like I said, it's, it's money. If money is no object, Intel right. and NVIDIA. If money is an object, Ryzen yeah. and AMD. I mean, NVIDIA, I, I feel like, so AMD versus Intel, at least in the past, like, couple years, is a lot closer of a race than Ryzen versus NVIDIA. Like, NVIDIA just blows Ryzen mm-hmm. out of the fucking water. Like, it's not even close. But Intel versus AMD, it's a, it's a bit more of a race, especially lately. But even still, like, Intel's the clearly superior. But anyways, yeah, uh, in, Intel kind of dropped the ball, I think, a little bit with their latest generation i9s, and I don't want to get too nerd on the podcast, sure. but they didn't they didn't really jump step them up from like you know the seven series. They they just like overclocked them slightly and then slapped the nine on them. They skipped the eight series altogether. There were no i9s in the eight hundred right. or eight thousand series. There's not um, much more that could even vitalize like utilize it i don't want like more encoding. cores i want i want more performance per clock just per yeah. core just like you know what i'm saying yeah so silicon transistors to, man Maybe i want to something out. i want that placebo you know what i mean i want that placebo <laughs> yeah <laughs> it needs to be a thing um let's see Gettert. i'm not sure if i'm saying that right or at all i probably butchered your name i apologize man he says would you ride a harley davidson i have Sure. Written Harley. I've written Harley as well. I love them. Uh, would I buy one? Hell no. Hell yeah. fucking no. I'm a sport bike fan, personally. Um, I prefer, you know. Even if I wasn't. Like, I've been out of the bike scene for a long right. time. With a Harley, you're paying extra. You're paying a premium because it says Harley on it. So, no. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I advise. mean, I get it. I get it. That's like, you know, saying, would you buy a Mustang. Like, of course not. I'm a Corvette owner. Like, why Why would I ever have a filthy <laughs> Mustang? See, I don't even much. know what that means because I'm not a car <laughs> but. Um, but no, so I, I'm a sport bike person personally. Uh, my dream bike many years ago uh, was a, a Hayabusa, but you know. I Hayabusa. Know. What the heck are you going to do with that? Like, people that drive around with a Hayabusa, like, what are you doing besides just risking Going as life. fast as I possibly. Oh yeah, exactly. God. That's the point. And then I got hit on a motorcycle <laughs> and I'm like, this is stupid. So, uh, but yeah, I used to be the guy doing wheelies and stoppies in the middle of the highway. So wow. yeah, that was really stupid. Wow. Um, 
One, cool. one car accident will change that really quick. You'd be like, oh, this is really dumb. Or you'd so. not think anymore because you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, ex- pretty much. Exactly. Yes. Right. I'm a big motorcycle uh, rider, man, but it's not. It's about being on two wheels. It's not about going fast. Yeah. It's about living, mostly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've ridden a lot of Harleys. They're they're fun. It was a good time. I didn't didn't dislike it. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, like I'm, I struggle because like, I, like there's value in having a very loud motorcycle because you know people hear you, people hear you, and people aren't looking for you. And like legitimately, like you hear people say, like people are trying to kill you when you're on a motorcycle. It's like it's not a cliche. It's not a joke. Like literally every time, almost every time I ride, someone does something where if I hadn't properly defensively drove, I probably would be dead. Like almost every time. So there's definitely value in being very, very loud. And, but I, I, I'm about on the other side of that spectrum. Like, you know, I'll be sitting on my patio, like having a beer or something like that. And a giant, you know, chopper engine flies by and it's like, man, that is so fucking annoying. (laughs) So fucking annoying. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so. It's, so I'm in the same boat. I, I agree with you, um, and I don't think we've ever told our, our motorcycle stories on, sure. on the podcast, and we'll save it. I'm not going to get into it yeah. today because it's a long story, mm-hmm. but I've I, I've been riding bikes since I could like barely walk. My dad got me in my first dirt bike when I was tiny, me and I was probably like six or seven. I've owned dirt bikes my whole life, and then I got a motorcycle when I was 16 uh, and ended up getting... Uh, uh, katana which you know in the early 2000s was an okay bike it wasn't sure super crap it was uh it's good you know for for a 16 year old it's a pretty decent bike right uh and and so i had that from 16 and and uh and when i was in my early 20s somebody hit me on it mm-hmm. and that's the last time i ever rode i'm like fuck it because like you're saying you're defensive driving nobody sees you ever right they cut you off they you're not respected and, and it was just too much like man fuck this i'm done so the loudness does let people hear you, right? But um, god damn, it's annoying. It's right? so annoying, you know. I got there's always the, me. the dudes that have to crank the engine. They're always like, rawr, yeah, rawr, 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 rawr. I'm like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like, you know what? Idle. Legitimately yeah. pisses me off is so you got the guys that have the radios built on their motorcycles. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, shit's fucking, so fucking stupid loud. because it's like. <laughs> You don't hear it. You can't hear it over like 35, 40 miles an hour. You can't hear it, period. I don't care who you are. You're lying to yourself. So you're literally just creating noise pollution. Like you're just a dick. You're just a dick. Like, oh, I want to hear it when I pull up to the stoplight. Like They have speakers in your helmets now, by the way, for those guys. But even then, over like 60, you can't hear it. If right next to your I, ear, you I used hear. to wear earbuds like these when I rode, which is really retarded. So <laughs> really stupid. I made a lot of dumb choices as a kid. Sure. sure. Uh, Hex says, if you could take one mechanic from another game and put it into Diablo three, what would you take? That's such a, that's a super loaded question. Um, I, I, I'll start because I think this is something I've kind of thought through before in the past. Mm-hmm. I really think a survival mode would fit in Diablo three so well where you or your party of players get dropped into a PVE environment with nothing on basically started at like level one, normal, you know, difficulty Mm -hmm. and you have to survive endless waves or you have to complete rifts or do something 
to progress your character, get loot drops, equip the loot drops, and keep trying to progress either until you get to an end point to get out or maybe an endless mode where you see how high you can go um, with the sets you get. And I think that could be a lot of fun. Sure. You know, that'd be a good game mode. You know, one of the things that I'm noticing with, with PUE and it's insane to try to jump into. Like, obviously, that's something we talk about time and time again. It's like just trying to jump into PUE in its current form is so difficult. Um, but if you think about, so say next season, Diablo 3 decides to implement just one of probably one of the seasonal or league themes that we've seen in Path of Exile, which is every yep. league theme has had a lot of depth to it. There's just there's a lot of complicated mechanics to it there's a lot to learn and people don't really master it and you know until like a month a month and a half into the league and you know a month and a half after that they get brand new mechanics so while i get that complexity like that adding complexity like that will maybe turn off some players but like you got to think about it from the guys that play it like so hard like us we're playing it so hard every day like that would be really, really juicy to get like one season where we get some kind of new mechanic that's like, it's tough. It's going to add a lot of layers to the game and a lot of people aren't going to get it or understand it, but us, you know, that play every day will, and we'll be able to answer those questions. And it's really a kind of an endless amount. What, what I've noticed in Pee is like, there's an endless amount of questions that you will like you, you would never be able to answer all the questions and i get questions all the time people just see me stream and they see my numbers or something they're like well this guy must play a lot of poe and i don't and so they're like oh what do you think about this with combined with this passive combined with this and i'm like i don't even know what you're saying like <laughs> and it, yeah. if you imagine if you play and, league after league after league after league and you know the answer to that question like that's insane but but that doesn't that doesn't turn you away from playing though and right. that's the thing is i don't think like so many of these games are, are scared of that complexity right and I don't think they should be. I don't think you need to be scared of the complexity. Sure. I think they can embrace it. Like PoE embraced sure. it. Like a lot of people pull up that skill tree in PoE and they're like, oh my yeah, God. Exactly. You know, it's like, this is, what is this? But you don't really have to know it that well. Like mm -hmm. just play the game and have fun. And then as you play, you're going to pick the mechanics up. Right. And, and imagine Diablo things that 3 want. did it. Because Diablo 3 has got this great base. Like Rifts and Greater Rifts, yeah. they're fun. They're just fun. Like, and imagine if like, so you start up Diablo and the next season has like a new end game activity and it's super in depth or whatever. But ultimately Diablo at its core is still like you could just jump in, you could rift and you could greater rift. Period. Right. And but now there's like right. this whole crazy complex thing to do like once you're there that you can do. But ultimately Diablo at its core is still like rift yeah. greater rift. So like and the they thing can do the that. thing to keep that going is and the, and I think the thing that Diablo does well is you can get anything from doing any activity. You can do bounties and get drops. I mean, they're not as high as greater rift chances, but you can get them. You get them doing T13 rifts. You get them doing greater rifts. Mm -hmm. Pretty much any activity end game in Diablo, you can play the campaign if you wanted to and mm -hmm. get the drops, you know? So that is, as long as they don't take that away, like whatever new systems they introduce, sure, it needs to have like a couple pieces you need to chase. Right. You know, just like bounties have the royal ring and whatever illusionary boots. And other things that you need. Right. But the majority of your things can come from any activity. I think that people would embrace that activity and then they could do it if they chose to. Sure. You know, have to. Right. So I'm with you, man. Yeah. I agree. I wow. agree. Wow. That's all the questions that we had for Damn, tonight. That's it. 
That's it. All right. Six questions. If you guys want your questions answered again, you can tweet them at the peach out at Lord underscore underscore fluffy or in our discords links are in chat right now mm-hmm. and uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Exclamation point discord. Easy. So thanks for hanging out for the new meta episode 45. We're almost at that year milestone. We'll be hitting that really soon. It's crazy. Really, really soon. Crazy. Yep, yep. So I'm the peach out. You guys can catch me everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all those things at the peach out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Lord fluffy. Devil those underscores on the YouTube or on the Twitter. You guys get it. Anyways, we'll see you guys Peace next out. week. Peace.